Welcome to The Data Coach, a podcast about how data plus people equals a data-driven culture. You'll hear from me, Lorena Vasquez, a passionate data lover and advocate for data-driven organizations. And now, your data coach. Welcome to another episode of The Data Coach Podcast. Today's episode is the first of a series I'm calling Back to Basics. It's a new year, and this is an opportunity for us to refresh what we already know. In the digital age that we live in, we can be so quick to jump on the latest bandwagon, the latest buzzword, that you know we forget the basics, the fundamentals. This is going to be a four-part series on the different types of analytics. Today's episode... We'll cover descriptive analytics. I'll go over what it means, how it's useful, and talk through some use cases of it in real life. My hope is that by the end of this episode, you can start looking at the the reports, the analytics that you get today at work, and determine what's descriptive analytics and what's not. So let's get started. Let's start with the definitions. You know how much I like to use definitions in the podcast. So let's start there. What is analytics? Oxford defines analytics as the systematic computational analysis of data or statistics. I'll repeat that again. The systematic computational analysis of data or statistics. You know, if you do a quick Google search for the definition, you know, you will receive a variety of definitions, the Oxford one as an example. You know, you get everything from business intelligence, you know, BI, advanced visualizations, you know, forecasting. But analytics at the purest form, or in its purest form, is being able to take data and provide some insights about it using statistical methods, visualizations, and storytelling. Now, what are the different types of analytics? Now, today I'm going to talk about descriptive, but what else is there? There's diagnostic, predictive, and prescriptive. I'm sure if you've seen the Gartner uh, chart, it really shows the different stages of analytics. And today I'm just going to focus and, and deep, you know, dive deep into descriptive analytics. So what is it? You know, what is descriptive analytics? And per Gartner, uh, one of my favorite resources, descriptive analytics is the examination of data or content, you know, usually manually performed to answer the question, what happened or what is happening? characterized by traditional business intelligence and visualizations such as pie charts, bar charts, line graphs, tables, or generated narratives. This is you know, Gartner's definition of it. But the key things to remember here about descriptive analytics is it answers the questions of what happened. You know, when, when we have data, we want it to tell us something hopefully answer a question or two or many. In descriptive analytics, the, the question that data answers is, 
what happened. And so what are the characteristics of descriptive analytics? The age of the data, what is that? Well, the age of data in descriptive analytics is historical, right? Because it's in the past. The type of insight is also hindsight because it's it occurred, it already happened. So what else is there? You know, what are some examples of descriptive analytics? How do we see that in our day-to-day? What does it look like in the real world? Let's take a look at a few use cases or examples and try to figure out, figure how descriptive analytics is used in different fields. I'm going to start off with finance because that's, you know, kind of where I started my career and where I have a lot of background in. In the finance world, descriptive analytics can be found, and I'm not even going to talk about, you know, the capital markets, but something that you see, you know, day to day, right? Your 401k. Let's start there. In the finance world, descriptive analytics can be found straight in your 401k. Metrics like what your company is matching, your employer match, uh, management fees, and maybe most important one for you, at least for me, is how much money did your 401k give you since your last statement? That is a descriptive analytic metric, right? Because it's something that occurred in the past. It's giving you hindsight of, it, you know, basically the performance of your 401k. And you'll be able to make some decisions then based on that. You know, these are all descriptive metrics because what you see in your statement is a summary of what has happened. Now, these are, you know, there are some numbers in there that might give some projections of what may happen. Maybe a prediction as to your 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 retirement amount, your retirement amount. But you know those are those are not descriptive metrics. Those are not that's not descriptive analytics. Let's switch gears and maybe talk about e-commerce. And uh, in e-commerce, descriptive analytics can be seen in web analytics uh, and maybe your value chain performance, how well your products are performing. You want to know how. Let's say, for example, you want to know how many users visited your site. Last year compared to this year, that's descriptive analytics. You want to know how a product page performed last week versus this week. That's descriptive analytics. You want to know how much product you sold on your site. That's descriptive analytics. You want to know how you are performing, how you are performing to plan. Well, that's also descriptive analytics. And, you know, you may be thinking, well, you know, Lorena, like that doesn't really sound like it's descriptive analytics because, you know, there's a value there that sounds more like it's predictive. Like how are you performing to plan the target? Well, the plan number itself, um, you know, that number itself is actually something that you, you probably may be predicted, but whether your target, whether you're, tracking to plan or not, that's that number itself is something that is, um, it is something that is descriptive because it's something that already occurred. And so think about it that way. There, there may be pieces of the data that you're looking at 
that may be coming from, from some predictive value, but that's okay. Switching gears now to like maybe a services industry. Now, in the services world, you know, we, we may see descriptive analytics in, for example, sales performance dashboards. Now, this could be a dashboard that shows how many clients were onboarded last month. Maybe you want to compare it to the previous month or quarter or year. And, you know, you may not necessarily be selling a product or putting something tangible. Maybe you're doing staffing um, as part of your business. Maybe you can track how many people are we placing in different um, organizations. You know, how many did we place last month? How many did we place uh, the previous month? And how does that compare? Those are still metrics that you can hold regardless whether you have a tangible product or not. So we talked a little bit about you know, the, these use cases, how, how is descriptive analytics seen in finance, how it's seen in e-commerce, how do we see it in the services world? Maybe to kind of bring back to what I mentioned before, you know, we, we talked about what, you know, what is descriptive analytics? You know, what does it mean? Talked about how it's useful. We were looking at what occurred, what has happened, what basically giving us hindsight or just insight into what occurred uh, from our business and understanding whether or not, you know, how we are doing or how we how well did we do. And we talked through some of these use cases that you would see in real life. Descriptive analytics is is nothing new. But it is something that we sometimes take for granted, you know, in the large scheme of things, you know, in the world of predictive analytics, in the world of AI, machine learning, and everything fancy that is happening in the data world, that we forget the basics. Maybe we spend our time looking at all these fancy new analysis that we forget the, the, the gold mine of information that we can just learn from our past, from the things that already occurred, and be able to, from that to determine what else we need to be doing. I hope that this podcast has been helpful in understanding a little bit more of how you see descriptive analytics in the real world and how that may translate to you in your day-to-day. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Data Coach Podcast. Please follow along on the website, on Twitter. Um, Let's take this conversation further and tell me how you are seeing descriptive analytics happening in your world, in your business. The Data Coach is hosted by Lorena Vasquez. You can find more information about this podcast and your host on thedataplaybook.com slash the data coach podcast. And don't forget to subscribe.